Hello, and welcome to Transformation by Truth podcast, where the call become the chosen and those who have been dedicated to serve the Most High receive the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth as we progress our quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life. My name is D.L. Anderson. I'll be your tour guide. Let's get started with today's lesson. Hello, my friends. D.L. Anderson here, and welcome back to Transformation by Truth podcast and the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life 2022 week three. Today, we'll continue our Perfection and Everlasting Life series, two weeks to examine the prize and the goal of the quest for holiness. Now, today is Lecture A, A Word of Truth Accounting of the Spiritual Models of Perfection and Everlasting Life, Day 2. The title of today's podcast is, If Thou Will Be Perfect. If thou wilt be perfect, you shall have treasure in heaven. Matthew 19, 21. Now, the lecture A objectives are analyze the story of the rich young ruler in Matthew 19, 16 through 30, discuss perfection numbers in the peril of riches, examine the link between perfection and everlasting life, and prove all things with Elohim are possible. Now, if you're in our virtual book club, this lecture references chapter one of the Pinnacle of Holiness, volume one, if that would be perfect. And this lecture also references chapter two of the Pinnacle of Holiness, volume one. Yeah, who is will is our perfection. Uh, let's begin with Yahushua and the rich young ruler. Now, I'll start this section by reading the story of Yahushua and the rich young ruler. Matthew 19, 16 begins reading, And see, one came and said to him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have everlasting life? And he said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one, Elohim. But if you wish to enter into life, guard the commands. And he said to him, which? And Yahushua said, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, respect your father and your mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, all these I have watched from my youth. What do I still lack? Yahushua said to him, If thou wilt be perfect, go sell what you have and give to the poor, and you shall have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. And when the young man heard the word, he went away sad because he had many possessions. And Yahushua said to his taught ones, Truly I say to you that it is hard for a rich man to enter into the reign of the heavens. And again, I say to you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle 
than for a rich man to enter into the reign of Elohim. Let's now discuss perfection numbers, the number seven and the number three. There are two primary numbers the scriptures correlate with perfection, seven and three. Now, seven is the primary of the two. It is found in the scriptures more than 600 times, and it is the most popular number in the Pentateuch, Enoch, and Revelation, i.e. the books that describe how the world began and how the world will end. Now, though, although not as commonly related as seven, the number three also correlates to the perfection of Elohim. The Fredish Halosh Tamim and Omni Triumph Perfectum both testify to the historical appreciation of the link between perfection and the number three. Now, the primary difference between seven and three, as it pertains to perfection, is seven corresponds to the procedural model of perfection. It addresses the how factor vis-a-vis the understanding of how Elohim manifests perfection. Conversely, the number three corresponds to the conceptual model of perfection. It addresses the what factor vis-a-vis the understanding of what Elohim has designated as perfect. Now, this is crucial for perfection, as we have proven, is the door that leads to everlasting life. Therefore, it's imperative for us to know the requirements on perfection, and we must do so by employing the conceptual model of three. Now, this should not be too hard to understand, for three precedes seven in most models. And right, we cannot know how if we don't first know what. Thus, many of my lectures will be arranged into three parts of the conceptual model. Now, these three parts are the foundation, i.e. the fundamental, the focus, i.e. the focal, and the key, i.e. the critical. Let's now discuss the fundamental lesson of the story of the rich young ruler, and that is the peril of riches. Now, the young man went away sad, rejecting the call to perfection because he was rich and had great possessions. Now, Yahushua Messiah declared, truly it is hard for a rich man to enter into the reign of the heavens, suggesting it would be easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. Trust me, when a perfect man tells you something is hard to do, you should believe him. Now, this peril is not limited to riches or excess wealth. Rather, it can be any type of distraction that does not allow men and women to see their true need for their creator. Consequently, the peril of riches should be applied to any matter which follows this model. I refer to it as the treasure model. Matthew 6, 19 to 21 reads, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on the earth, where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart shall be also. Therefore, regardless of how rich you are, it is imperative to ensure your treasure is to do the Father's will.
lest you find there are matters in this life which pose the same threat to your eternal future as riches did the rich young ruler. Let's now discuss the focal lesson from this story. That is, perfection is a door that leads to everlasting life. Now, Yahushua declared, if thou wilt be perfect, you shall have treasure in heaven. Now, the term wilt implies it is your wish, your treasure, to be perfect, and you are determined to achieve this goal at all costs. Now, in line with the treasure model, if you treasure everlasting life, then you will also treasure perfection, for you cannot have one without the other. This is why you have joined this quest. It's because you desire to be amongst men and women who treasure everlasting life and the Father's will as much as you do. And despite the sacrifice involved, you know the reward is infinitely greater. Matthew 19.29 reads, Everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my name's sake shall receive a hundredfold and shall inherit everlasting life. Now, this example does not suggest everyone will have to sever ties with their family members to be saved. On the contrary, it speaks to the by any means necessary mindset we must have if we are to overcome all things, all obstacles, and adversaries in our quest. Trust me, perfection will not be achieved by an idle pursuit. Neither will you succeed if you are not willing to do your spiritual best and to give it everything you've got. Quite the contrary, it will take everything you have, but it will give you more than you can imagine. Isaiah 64, 4 reads, Since the beginning of the ages, they have not heard nor perceived by the ear, nor has the eye seen, O Elohim, besides you, but you have prepared for those who wait for you. Knowing this, we are more than ready to endure the hardships associated with traversing the straight and narrow way of holiness. As Shoa once said, I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. And all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Amen. Let's now discuss the critical lesson of this story. With Elohim, all things are possible. Now, as mentioned earlier in the podcast, the critical lesson is the key takeaway. In effect, the foundation and the focus are structured to prepare us to obtain the key so we can take the next step in our quest. Now, with respect to the model of increase, the foundation and the focus are equated to progress, while the key is equated to growth. With regards to the rich young ruler, the key takeaway is all things are possible with Elohim, and that includes perfection. Therefore, it does not matter how perfection is possible at this interval. The key is perfection is possible. Now, if you cannot believe that first and foremost, 
nothing else matters. For you will never understand how perfection is possible if you don't first accept the fact that it is indeed possible. This is in line with Shalash Tamim and Shalash Shabbat, the perfection of three and the perfection of seven, and the precedence that the conceptual must take over the procedural. Matthew 9, 25, 26 reads, and when his taught ones heard it, they were very astonished, saying, who then is able to be saved? Essentially, if perfection is a requirement of salvation, who then is able to be saved? And looking intently, Yahushua said to them, with men, this is impossible. But with Elohim, all is possible. In other words, with men, perfection is impossible. But with Elohim, perfection is possible. Now, when Yahushua Messiah declared, with Elohim, all things are possible, he was speaking to our ability to achieve perfection, for he had just called the rich young ruler to be perfect. Now, without controversy, the key words in this phrase are, with Elohim. These two words, when applied to any matter, immediately qualify the matter, making it true, for Elohim is true and cannot lie. Luke 137 reads, with Elohim, no matter shall be impossible. Matthew 1720 reads, and Yahushua said to them, if you have belief as a mustard seed, you shall say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it shall move, and no matter shall be impossible for you. On the other hand, Messiah confirms with men, perfection is not possible, neither is salvation. Therefore, one of the first things you need to appreciate about perfection is that it's not something you will ever achieve on your own. And this should come as no surprise to anyone. Truly, one of the primary reasons men and women doubt the potential of perfection is because they know they can never achieve perfection on their own. This is why Zechariah reveals, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith Yahuwah of hosts. Therefore, if you have the spirit, do not focus on the difficulty or your current perception of perfection. Instead, lean on the word of truth and the lesson Yahushua Messiah was trying to teach the rich young ruler. And unlike the rich young ruler, when you hear the word I share on perfection in this series, receive and accept the truth with gladness and be prepared for the transformation of a lifetime. Now, here's the final word. Perfection is a two-way street. It is either your treasure to be perfect or it's not. There are many things that seem impossible to those who don't have a spiritual eye to see, and they are not on this quest with us. For those who do see, your success at achieving perfection is not based upon your knowledge of how it happens. It's based upon your understanding that it is the Father's will for you to be perfect. Likewise, 
you know that perfection is the door that leads to everlasting life. And since everlasting life is your treasure, you also treasure perfection. Therefore, your main concern is not how it happens. Your main concern is making it happen. And by the spirit of Elohim, you will. Let's now discuss today's assignment. Now, in your prayers, ask the Father to remove any doubt you may have concerning the potential of perfection and your ability to do all things with him through Messiah who empowers you. In addition, ask the Father to prepare your mind, your heart, and your will to receive the word of truth concerning perfection in this series. Once again, we are dealing with uncommon knowledge, and it will take the Spirit to reveal this to you. Let's now discuss what's next in this series. Today, we completed the podcast, If Thou Will Be Perfect, and tomorrow's podcast is entitled, Perfection is Possible. Now, if you are a member and have questions, please click the Q&A box underneath the video player. Likewise, if you have comments you want to share with the group, please share those in the comment box located beneath the Q&A box. Now, if you're not a member and you have questions about today's podcast, feel free to contact us via our website at www.pinnacleofholiness.com and use the form on our contact page and we will respond to you as soon as we can. And thank you for being with us today. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember to tune in with us every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. And if you haven't already, visit us at www.pinnacleofholiness.com and make sure you sign up to join the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life 2022.